Hi, I'm Sandra. This is a show of conversations about motherhood, parenting, and all the good stuff we call life. Follow me as I spread mommy joy and share my stories. This is a different kind of mommy. Hello and welcome to A Different Kind of Mommy. I'm your host, Sandra Sims, here with my sister, Sylvia, on episode two of Soul Sister. Hey, sister. Hey, sissy. How's it going? It's going good. Happy Friday. How Happy are you? Friday. It's good. It's raining over here. Is it raining over there? Yes, it's raining everywhere in California. I know. It's been horrible. So for today's episode two, before we get started on the topic and jump in, I want to give everybody a gist of what these segments about. So just so they know, these are topics outside of motherhood, they're typically normal, they're typically shorter episodes than normal, and people get mm-hmm. a feel of who we are as sisters. So we'll co-host them together. Perfect. Yeah. So what's the topic today? So let's talk all about pet peeves. Pet peeves. Oof. I wanted to do pet peeves because of lately, pet peeves have been striking a nerve with me. People have been really hitting my triggers with all the annoying shit. Oh, boy. I want to talk about it. Okay, okay. So first, let's define what a pet peeve is. It's something that a particular person finds extremely annoying. And we all have them, and we're all annoyed by so many of them. And I'm pretty sure we all do something that annoys someone else. (laughs) So name three pet peeves that annoy you in life. And we'll just go back and forth. You name one, then I'll name one. Okay, perfect. So my my first pet peeve is when people burp out loud. I actually absolutely hate it. I know people, it's like a bodily fluid and people are like, oh, I'd rather burp than fart. But what I actually- That's true. (laughs) Is is like the the loudness of the burp, but only the stink hot breath of it. It just grosses me out. It resonates like people who eat hot dogs. You know, I eat hot dogs. I don't eat hot dogs. And and whenever I hear somebody burping, I just absolutely think it smells like hot, hot dogs. That's disgusting. It does gross me out. So I I hate it. And I don't know why, but I hate it even more to hear little kids because little kids have their own disgusting shit. I'd rather have a kid burp than a grown man. Let's, Let's throw that out there. It's true. It's true. But it's equally as disgusting. It's not like one of those cute things that kids do either. It's equally as disgusting for me. It's gross either way. Yeah. (laughs) What about for you? Uh, Let me see. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is uh, like when when I'm cooking and people finish eating and they don't rinse their plate off before Ooh. they put it in the sink. Like my, my daughter and my husband are notorious. They will eat eggs and you know how we fry our eggs. So it's a lot of yolk and a lot yep. of cheese yep. and it's yep. stuck on. And then I have to spend the next 15 minutes trying to get this, you know, stuck on mess off of the plate before I load the dishwasher. That's one of my pet peeves. So it's quite interesting because of course I don't have that happening in my house. I don't don't have a dishwasher either, huh? I don't have a dishwasher and Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's okay. I, what I do say that I rinse or soak even are like pots or pans, right? That's different. Those have to be soaked. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if it's a plate, I don't rinse it until I'm getting ready to wash it. But I can see why. Because you can wash. Yeah. But if yes. you have a dishwasher, the longer it stays there, the harder it is for it to come off. Yes. Yes. Okay. Girl. So what else? What else? So my second biggest pet peeve in everyday life are when people brush their teeth in front of the bathroom mirror and mm-hmm. they're brushing their teeth so damn hard that the toothpaste sprinkles on the mirror and then they How? move it. I hate it. Yes, girl. Tell me about it because I clean my mirrors. So I see it every day. 
girl, I go to so many people's bathrooms and I see the sprinkles of toothpaste on it. And I know that's because they're brushing their teeth so hard. Right? You think that is because it's too hard? I never actually thought about that. I just thought that maybe it's just kind of, you know, like gravity just kind of kicks up and just grabs it. So it's twofold, right? To me, in my opinion, is you're brushing your teeth too hard and you're standing too close to the damn mirror. Hmm. Why, I, I don't understand why the need to be that close if, if you aren't, I mean, if we're all using like a soft toothbrush, right? Yes, you're supposed to be using a soft toothbrush. Right. To but me, I am more concerned about the toothpaste in the sink instead of on the mirror. Like my kids and my husband leave globs of toothpaste in the sink. Mm, I don't care about the mirror. Like I could get to the mirror. Okay, no problem. But it's the globs of toothpaste. Sylvia, it's funny that you say that because I caught someone the other day eating the globs out the out the out the sink. I think that's your major concern. I think that <laughs> I think you should worry more about the glob of toothpaste <laughs> than the mirror. We don't actually leave globs, so it's not that I don't really notice it yeah. like that. Most of the time a glob is if it falls off of her toothbrush and then I yeah, see and it's not rinsed off, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. But, but I mean, uh, coinciding with that, I absolutely hate when people don't put the tops back on. Well, I haven't seen a tooth a toothpaste with a, a top that separates 100% in a long time. All of the tops we have are semi-connected. So I, tr- I have recently tried a new toothpaste, and it is a screw cap off and on. No way. Like, no way. Like an old school. Like a- Aquafresh. Like old school <laughs> Colgate. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yes. I haven't seen a cap that comes all the way off in a long time. They're usually but like flippants. But even the caps that come that don't come all the way off, like people tend to leave those open sitting yeah, it's open true. Sitting it's, someplace. Yes. Yeah, those I are bad. Those are bad. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like, What's your next one? Uh, you know, you know, because you've been around me. It's leaving the lights on when you're leaving the room, not in the room, or when it is daytime outside. Yes. That is okay. one of my biggest pet peeves. It has nothing to do with me trying to save yep. money on my bills or anything. I do it when I'm on vacation. Also, I'm doing it when I'm in other people's houses. I'll flick off your light for you. Do not turn on my lights if you're not in the room or if it's daytime outside. It makes me think back of when we were growing up when mommy and daddy was like, turn off the lights. Why you got to have all the lights on? Yes. Yes. And I see why she did that. And I'm sorry, mommy. I apologize. I completely understand what you mean now. (laughs) I will say that because it's only summer and I, and she doesn't flick on the lights yet. Mm-hmm. I don't have that problem. It doesn't annoy me. Not but I yet. could definitely see how it would annoy you because you have a lot of people living in your I house. Do. So, so now think about, think about four o'clock in the morning, everybody is sleeping and one of the girls gets up and she flicks on the bathroom light to use the bathroom. Now we have, you know, night lights in the bathroom. You can totally see. You don't need that big light, but they flick it on and now everybody in the whole house is up. Ooh, well, you would hate me, girl, because I'm a flicker on at four o'clock in the right. morning because right. I'm because I also have lived alone a long time. Okay, so, but what you need the light for at four o'clock in the morning? Because first off, you know a sister can't see at night, and you, and know, you have a nightlight, right? I, it doesn't matter. I sometimes I need mm. full view, full mm. view. Yeah. Uh, but I can see why that would bother someone if you're living with a, a bunch of people. It's a light on every day. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see it. Doesn't that doesn't necessarily bother me? But like I said, I don't live with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, we have different problems here. Yeah. What else? What else? My last everyday one would be, I absolutely despise when people don't cover their mouths when they're yawning. Yes. I don't know. For some yawning? Is it like yawning, sneezing, coughing? I can't stand any of that. 
Well, I think for some particular reason, people tend to cough, to cover their mouth when they cough and they sneeze. But for yawning, it's like the rules don't apply. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see your big old stink, Mm-mm. silver cavities, um, or, or fillings. I got to <laughs> see the back of your tonsils. I got to see your disgusting yes, I hear green it. tongue. For some re- and I see people doing it when they're driving it, driving. People do it all the time. Like I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily mind it if you're driving and you're in your own car and that has nothing to do with me. But like on public transportation, I can see why that would be a problem. That's just gross. I think I think if you're in a proximity of at least another person around you, yeah. me, you close to you, you need to cover your mouth. Absolutely. What you do by yourself, it doesn't really count because you're not annoying anyone and no one right. else is disgusted. So yep. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Okay. (laughs) I think, uh, okay. So my last one, and I think this is everybody's kind of pet peeve is I, I, I'm in my car almost four hours a day getting to work and coming back. And one of my biggest pet peeves while driving is people who do not put on their turn signals. Oh, I cannot stand when you just move in front of me or move over to the next lane and I had no clue or you're just turning or you slow down and I have no, no way which way you're turning. You know, yeah. I have no clue. I cannot stand people who do not use their signal lights. Now, does this does this matter to you? The the depending on the proximity of how close or far from you they are. Like if there's of course that matters, right? If you're five cars ahead of me, I don't care, right? That's fine. If I am right behind you, and I'm talking about immediately next to me, like in well, the almost like they're cutting you off, and then right. like like a cutting you off. Right. Well, it doesn't even have to even be a moving over, right? Even if you're moving out of my lane, like moving out of my lane to the other side, or if I'm behind you and now you want to turn left, I gotta know that you're turning left. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is just basic, like driving one on one. Yeah, basic consideration. I need to know where you're going. But I think that it happens every day. Like you know, people who've been driving for years, they just get slapped. They don't even do it. Yeah, it's the same I, thing. Like when you know when it's raining and they don't turn on their headlights. Yeah. Oh, and isn't that horrible? I can't even see you if you don't turn on your lights. Or and nighttime. How about people who drive in the night and they don't even have a clue that their lights aren't on? How could, how could you not know? What did? What do you see? What do you see? I am very much of a signal person only because okay. I never want to get rear-ended or side-ended. Yeah. I always, and it doesn't matter how close or far you are to me. And even, it doesn't matter if nobody is behind me, I'm pretty much always going to signal. It's just a, it's just a habit of, uh, you know, like driving. Well, that's a good habit to have. Yeah. yeah. Let's move into work life. Cause I do realize when I was thinking about pet peeves, mm-hmm. that there is a huge difference between the work life pet peeves. Oh yeah, you're right. Right, I don't have to worry about people turning off the lights at, at work. So yes. you're right. It's a okay. different category. Okay, okay let's work. talk about work. Give me one of your work examples. I could tell you right off the back. I know what my my biggest work pet peeve is because I have to go through it every single day. This is holding up the coffee line. So at work, there is a system. You get your cup, you get your coffee, you move to the side, you get your sugar, your creamer, your stirrer, the garbage can, and then you keep moving. I cannot stand when people stand right in the middle of the coffee line and slow down the flow for everyone. Okay, so I'm trying to understand this, right? Because I don't drink coffee at work, so I don't go anywhere near that coffee line. But you see the coffee line, right? Isn't it always crowded? I guess there is like a coffee etiquette, right? And I'm not aware of it. So it's kind of like you going down the conveyor belt, right? It's an assembly line, yes. yes. From left to right, cup, coffee, creamer, sugars, garbage cans. 
So and what's happening? So if people aren't moving, they're standing and they're reaching like correct. that? Correct. <laughs> or people are standing in front of the coffee, having full-blown conversations, blocking the entire lane. Girl. So this happens is- every day. Another pet peeve that, that kind of goes hand in hand with that is when I get to the coffee machine and it's empty and I have to brew my own coffee downstairs in the lobby. Wait, Sylvia, you be having to brew your own coffee at work? Found your girl. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. In those big coffee things now, not a little pot. Yes. I have to push the button every day. Every so day. Wait, you change the filter and put the... No, put- because, you, well, I can open it up and I can see. Usually they already put in a new one with new coffee and all you got to do is press the brew button. So yes, every day I have to go down there and press the brew button myself. And that's absurd because there's like three different carafes and, and it just, are you always it's drinking from the different carafes on, on two different sides. So mm-hmm. I have literally got, gotten to work and by 7.30, both sides are empty. I would, I would be done. You I know would. I'm ready to write a letter. You know I, I am. Yeah. I'm ready to write an email because I'm, I'm over it now. But what about you? <laughs> I think this is a good transition into mine where I absolutely hate at work when people block the aisle ways or yes. the doorways. Yes. Sylvia, it drives me bananas yes. that people just really don't are oblivious. oblivious. They just stand in the middle of the doorways or the aisles, yep. the big corridors and having full yep. blown conversation. Like and nobody else is around. What makes it worse is that when you're coming, they don't even move. Like I literally sometimes have to titty brush people and and for them to like move out the way out of the way and let me tell you something i'm not saying excuse me oh i don't say excuse me i'm not asking you to move you are going to move i will full-blown walk between you and that person to hustle you i will shoulder hustle you and 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 i mean about it i will knock down your laptop your coffee cup roll my eyes huff and puff you're gonna know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you are going to know rude they're rude Mm-hmm, girl. <laughs> so FYI, if you're at work, don't mess with the Sim sisters in that doorway. Don't door. stop the line at least. Yeah. Oh, Probably already seen us. So <laughs> they, I'm sure some of them know. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you another one of mine. Another one of mine is um when I'm in the elevator and I'm next for my floor, and as soon as the door opens and I step out, people are already pressing the door. Oh my god! Like they're trying to run you down to get in, and they and don't. The door hasn't out. even fully opened yet. I'm not even stepped out yet, and you're already click 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 click. So this is like doorway and elevator like etiquette because. <laughs> Space etiquette, you know because what I mean? people do that with doors too. Like you be walking out of the door and they straight bum rush you to yes. come in. It's true. They don't even let you out of the elevator before they're walking in the elevator. It's the same thing with driving in a merge. You let the people out before you go in. Selfish. What is it that people don't understand Selfish. about, that's like, you know, when we're walking, you walk down one side and the other people walk down the right. other side. Right. It's, it's like, Common sense. You you would think it's common sense. But these are basic human rules. Like we learn these like as children. In kindergarten. You let people out. The elevator's open. You let people out before Mm -hmm. they go in. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. Girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another one of my work pet peeves are when people hog the copy machine or the printer. So (laughs) I get it. I get we all have big print jobs, right? But if you're standing at the printer and I see you and I be like, oh, okay. And then I come back and I leave and, and I come back and you still still there. What you waiting for the time you got a big job going on? <laughs> Why you can't you check the printer status yourself and come back in 20 oh, minutes? 
Oh, so I should I should reach over you and hit Princess. Go to another princess. No, she gotta go to another princess. I I feel like it should it's 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 nice of you to be like you know what I'm sorry I might be here for a while. Yeah, I would do that, but I'm sorry. Let me stop you right there. Why are you printing so much? So I'm not printing so much. Sometimes I got just one piece of paper, but because I also am in a learning group, I have been around people who have to print training material, yeah, right? That's a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's a lot of stuff, right? Girl, I'm barely at my printer. I'm only at the printer for scanning. Oh, you scan. Okay. That's because all of our documents are scanned. They're electronic. I'm barely at the printer, but there are sometimes enough to make you mad. Mm-hmm. When I just want to go to the printer to print a page or two if I'm running to a meeting and I don't necessarily yes, want to type, then I'm yes, just girl. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's another one for you at work? Uh, how about how about and I complain about this at least weekly. How about those people who are either always late to a meeting or no shows to a meeting? Girl, they're so late to the meeting that, you know, they're 20 minutes late and then you spend the next 20 minutes recapping the last 20 minutes because they were, they were late. And Sylvia, they are the same people going to every meeting that you see every day. They are always late. I will tell you this. If you are late to more than two of my meetings, I'm not paying you no mind. I'm not recapping you. I'm going to act like you don't exist walking in that meeting because we are all adults and we are yes. all grown. Sadly, I don't run those meetings, right? So I can't say, hey, we're not recapping. But I wish somebody would say, uh, if you missed it, we'll just have to, you know, hook up later to, to give you a rundown because we don't have time for this. Uh, it's the same people. It's the same people. And you, you question, how do they survive in the real world? Because they must be late to everything. Yes, they are absolutely late to everything. But I think this is a higher level of people not respecting your time, right? These yeah. are people who absolutely don't give a F That's about true. your time. And it, and it trickles over into work. So you don't give a hell about multiple people's time. You it's know what true. I'm saying? Yes. It's horrible. Ugh. It happens every day. And it happens every day. Mm. My last work pet peeve is when people, when women, men or whatever, I don't go to men, but when you go into the restroom and women wash their hands, if I'm lucky that they're washing their hands, right? Yeah, right, because you've seen some not wash it. Girl, and they leave the bathroom and leave the the door handle wet. Come on. And first of all, who washes their hands and then touches the door handle straight like that? So I've seen people actually reach for the paper towels. And then use the paper towel. Yeah, or maybe the paper, so this is my thing. The automatic paper towel dispensers never give you enough paper towels. Right, you need two or three passes. Right. you need a few passes. I would like you to recognize that and recognize that maybe your hand isn't good for just one. So when I notice this, people just grab one, do a swish, swish, swish real quick, and then grab and the handle. Here I come behind you and it's wet, right? Well, do you grab the handle without a tissue? I, w- I wipe my hands and I use that same, same towel to open a door. And then I toss the towel into the garbage because the garbage is right next to it. So I, I never touch that door handle with just regular hand. Never. That's interesting that you say that because I always toss after I wash my hands and dry them, I throw it away because then I'm always fixing my makeup, doing my oh, okay. hair. Mm-hmm. And then so so I don't have that napkin or that tissue with me when I actually open it. So then you wash your hand and then you go straight to the handle like yep. that. That's yep. nasty. You shouldn't do that because you know half of these ladies don't wash their hands. Don't touch that handle no more, girl. Use a napkin. Yeah, uh, so maybe maybe that's a, a habit. Yeah, the problem is you. Yeah, no, yeah they're, they're nasty. They're nasty for having that wet napkin, the wet handle, but they you shouldn't be touching it after you just cleaned your hands. Anyway, or yeah. how about in the bathroom when they don't flush the toilet? 
Don't get me started. I mean, we could do a whole... And it's still the seat protectors and it's still junk in the toilet. It's so nasty. We could could do a whole segment on on the women's bathroom every... I agree. I agree. What's your last work one? Uh, Let me see. Oh, my last work one is when you sit in meetings or training and then somebody says something like, um... You know, there's no such thing as a stupid question. So go ahead and ask away. I beg to differ. I have been <laughs> in corporate America for many, many years. And I will attest that there is such a thing as stupid questions. You ask way too many stupid questions. And it's usually the same person asking the stupid questions. So if anyone thinks that there's no such thing as a stupid question, that's wrong. You're probably the one asking them. I think the biggest problem is that people don't listen. So a lot of their stupid questions, they may be stupid, but they're probably already answered. And it's stupid because they were already answered. You're wasting my time. Yeah. yeah. Or it's common knowledge. Like you should have known that. Why are you asking me that? Mm-hmm. Girl, those I could go on for days. Those are some good work ones. Let's transition a little bit into what do we feel that people have said that we've done that could be pet peeves? What do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure because I have been told to before that people have a pet peeve with me that I cut them off while they're talking. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't let them finish their sentence. I kind of assume I already know what's going to happen. You know, like, I already know what they're going to say. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, the sky. Oh, yeah, the sky was blue. Oh, yeah, I saw it. It was blue. It was blue. Yeah, it was. And they're like, I mean, no. I think that's a little bit of cultural and geographical upbringing, right? Because I feel like, New Yorkers, us New Yorkers, we cut each other off all the time and we don't care. And, and it's, it's okay. But I do notice that in California, people are really super sensitive. Yeah. Super sensitive. Super sensitive. Yeah. As if like they're having a presidential speech and you're cutting them off at the podium. They act like it's so serious. And I'm like, well, I thought we were having a conversation here. I didn't realize. Like a two way street conversation. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize we were taking turns here. Okay. Yeah, so that's I, one. Yeah, I could see, I could see how that could be quite annoying. I yeah. think for me, what people have said to me is that I, my cracking of the knuckles. So mm-hmm. if you know me, like that's a really mm-hmm. bad habit that I have. I crack my knuckles, and I tend to crack my knuckles everywhere in front of everyone. So there are times when I'm in meetings on trainings, and I'm just cracking away, like having at it. People look at me and be like, "What the hell you're doing?" That's like yeah. so. Yeah, I do. It's an annoying habit, but. I don't know. I love it. So you're cracking your knuckles in like leadership meetings and things like that? Town and halls and stuff? Everywhere. Yep. Yeah, that's bad. You, you, I think the reason that you're cracking your knuckles is because you're bored. I think you're just <laughs> a fidget spinner like Samantha. That might help you. Instead of cracking your knuckles, you just spin your fidget spinner. But, but Sylvia, I would be, <clears throat> excuse me, I would be under the table that cracking my knees, cracking my toes. Oh, so what is it? You think you just need to crack something or do you think that it's, it's because you're bored? I think it's both. I think it's a bad habit. And I just- Yeah, you've been I doing it all your life. I've been doing it forever. I've been, I, I sometimes in my sleep cracking it. I'm That's ridiculous. It. Yeah. And then a lot of it, I guess, too, is boredom. Um, I tend to be cracking when somebody else is presenting or speaking. And mm-hmm. then, then I'm cracking. So maybe, yeah. Because it's not interesting to you. So of <laughs> yeah. course you're cracking away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad. You need to do something else. Cause, and, and then it's so loud. <laughs> That's all right. When, you, when, you, when you're 60 years old and you got man hands, you're going to regret that. That's a myth. I looked that up a long time ago. <laughs> no way I looked it up. 
Okay, so let's see, let's see. So what would be, what would be a pet peeve you have about me? Ooh, okay. Wow, you got excited about that. A pet peeve that I have, that you have that annoys me, I would say, and I don't know if you are aware when you do this, but Mm -hmm. when you're talking on the phone. Talking on the phone, okay. And maybe this is people, okay, I'm going to go a little bit down the lines of when you have children, right? Okay. Okay. You and I tend to talk on the phone and you always be like, blah, 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 blah. Yes, Sandra. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Hold, hold on. S- Samantha, what you doing? Kids, what you doing? And yes. I would be like, uh, I was in the middle of having a conversation with you. So my biggest pet peeve with that is you don't be like, hold on. Yes, I do. I always say hold on before no, I scream on no, them. No, l- l- this is what you do. L- l- okay, so let me not exaggerate. Okay. There's okay. two extremes with you. You'd be like, hold on, 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 hold on. Dang, you are something else. Or you would be like, straight cut me off in the middle of my sentence, and then Listen, I hear you yelling in the background. I'm sorry. Sometimes I don't have time to tell you, hold on, as somebody's climbing the kitchen table and ready to do, you know, the full Nelson off the top rope. Sometimes I have to just stop what I'm doing and threaten these kids. <laughs> And, and I, yes, I remember, I know what that feels like because I have been on the phone with parents who just stop what they're doing and start screaming. So I, I apologize. I, I know that that is very frustrating, but sometimes, girl, that's not by choice. I'm not doing it because I want to do it. I got to stop them and act quick. And Sylvia, this is how it, sometimes it is. I'll be passionate in my story telling you, like the other day I was telling you something about the car and I'll be like, girl, I'll be passionate about that story. <laughs> and I'll be like, why don't you get yes. down from me? And sometimes you straight shake me. Like sometimes I'll be in that story and all of a sudden I hear, Sydney! And I'll be like, oh, like my heart jump. I'll try to be a little more aware of that now. (laughs) Next time I'll put put in a disclaimer. Hold on, Sandra. I need to stop you because Celeste is about to jump from the kitchen. (laughs) Okay, what about about to eat a Tide Pod? So hold on (laughs) one moment. Don't don't say that. I'm saying, I mean, you act like I'm going to have time to give you a a full warning. That is too funny. Okay. That's too funny. What about for you? What is it for me? I think I have I have two pet peeves for you, and I don't know which one I hate more. Say them both. Say them both. Okay. I don't know which one I hate more. Okay. One is when you come over to my house, you mute my TV. Oh. I cannot stand to be sitting here, and all of a sudden, I don't hear anything because Sandra has muted the television, and now everybody is looking at the TV and hearing nothing. So, Sylvia, I really think that you don't understand how loud your house is, and this is, the reason why I mute your TV is is a couple reasons, right? Your house is already ill loud with everybody, and y'all talk ill loud, right? Like, I know everybody says we talk loud, but y'all talk ill loud, and then- and then your TV is on mad high. And it has to be on high to hear it. So, girl, when I be walking through the house, it's like TV, kids, Sylvia. Right. It's I a zoo. It, I can't function. Like, it gives me anxiety. I have to lower something, and I can't shut y'all up. So I have to have control of the TV. Yes, I'm it's sorry. bad habit. I can't stand it. I can't stand the muted TV. You do that even when you at home, though. Yes. I walk into your house, and your, your, your TV is on, and it's been muted for an hour. Well, why is it on, then? You're well, not watching it. Because I am watching it, but I'm watching, kind of reading it. I am also, because it is the loudness of it for me. Like, just... Yeah, I think you have loud issues. I don't I, think it has anything to do specifically with my house, because your house is considerably quieter than mine's. And your TV is still muted. 
It yes, I'm there's something about the noise. It's a habit for you. Yeah, it's the constant the noise. It's a habit. Let me tell you another one. And I have been telling you this since since I had one child, since Samantha was first born. You are horrible with shushing everybody. Shh. Oh. I would, I would shush the fuck out of you. I, I, Sometimes you're going to shush because nobody is listening to you. And at this point, your shushing is worse than who you're trying to shush. Could you stop shushing us? You will shush an old lady to a baby. Why are you shushing a two-month-old? A baby is in Pampas crying and you just shushed it. An old lady is in Starbucks and you're shushing her. Why do you shush every single body? I don't know. It's, it, you you might want to get your ears checked. I don't know if it's necessarily a loud issue. You might be sensitive to, you know, some things. But you shush all day long. <laughs> so do you do that at home now? Now that you have a kid, do you shush her a lot at home? Sylvia, I shush Santana. I shush, shush the dog. Sylvia, shush I shush the dog. Sylvia, I shush the dog. Sylvia, I am in the house and I be shushing the neighbors through the wall. Like, shush. Listen to this bullshit. <laughs> you have a problem. See, you have a problem. I'm convinced that this is not a pet peeve. I'm, com- I'm convinced that this is a condition. This, is turn- this has turned into something different. That is too funny. That is too funny. You have been like this for years. You, you need to work on this. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, my God. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, wait. What, did you give me my pet peeves? I did. I get. I okay. Okay. You only have one? Was it only yes. one? It was only one that I could think of. I'm sure there's plenty of them, but it was I only one. When I when I yawn. So yes, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that was a great episode. Well, everyone, that was such a great episode. Thank you wait, for wait, wait, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about what pet peeves are kind of like a deal breaker for you. Well, I, I I remember like looking over the question and just thinking, okay, remember we were saying that we don't know if it really kind of deal breaker so i kind of you don't don't think there's you don't think that there's a pet peeve that's like a a deal yeah yeah because i feel like these are typically not not big enough to actually bring deal yeah yeah Yeah. okay 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 well everyone thank you so much for catching soul sister episode two where we talked about pet peeves bye bye guys